their army, who don't already know which superpower they'd most like to have. Stretching, obviously. There are men who don't read comics because they prefer working out, which should also include stretching, by the way. And then there's Doug Bost and Adam Bernstein, two men who should have better things to do but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. Grown-ass men. With special grown-ass guests, Frank McCary, Greg Baranski, and Daniel Taylor. Look at those nerds, look at those nerds, look at those nerds, oh yeah! Look at those nerds, look at those nerds, look at those nerds, grown-ass man nerds. Okay, I have to tell you, this, what you're about to hear, is the geekiest, most insider baseball, most private thought spoken out loud episode we have ever put out. And that that is really saying something, because we did at least one episode, maybe two episodes, about holiday grab bag treasury editions. So this, but this is a new depth. Go with us now as we look at other people's comics. And you'd be excused if you just said, they're doing what? What? Why are they? Are they, is it there? Are they buying the cup? No, just go with it. We're looking at other people's comics. We're starting on Long Island with our friend, Frank McCary. Frank, can we look at your box of comics? Oh, yeah. Really nice. yeah. Well, I think it's up in the... Uh, it's in Tim's room, in one of the closets. Oh. Okay. It's uh, Adam and Doug with Frank McCary and one of the primal pleasures of uh, collecting comics, which is oh. a box of comics that you've never opened before, and you have no idea what you're going to find. And we're These about to things. open three of Frank's boxes of comics. We have no oh, idea God. what's in here. Like ten, uh, over 10 years. Over 10 years. All right, well. Well, this is what you actually dream about as a collector. Like, you're going through the boxes, and then, like, you find a lot of things that are cool. Let's see. Right, I know how the games play. Starting with this random box An Incredible Moon Knight. That's a famous cover now. Mm-hmm. Moon Knight. Oh, Walking Dead. These are actually going for good money. These are I the know. first ones, right? Yeah. Uh, those aren't original Walking Dead, I don't think. Still, you got some fun stuff here. Here's a Fantastic Four that's got a gorgeous cover. Mm-hmm. I don't know which Fantastic Four this is, but uh, that was like the forty universe. bucks. This yeah. is, I mean, it was worth money. I got a discount yeah. on it, but it, it's worth. It was forty bucks when it was off the shelf. Some it's Green Lantern. Nice Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Batman White Knight. I like that series. I like that series too. Warlord. Oh, I think we're gonna have some fun ones here. Yeah. Ones that I know that you were into. Oh, uh, Mr. Miracle! Mr. I love Miracle. that. I have that whole series. That's beautiful stuff. Okay, more Martian Manhunter. We gotta organize these, obviously. <laughs> Do we? Do we have to organize these? You can almost hear the duct tape drying on the broken bridge of my horn rim glasses. Let's keep listening. Well, we have opened two of the three boxes, but the biggest one, the banker's box, is yes. still left to open. These are the moments that you live for as a collector. Yeah. It what? often can be disappointing, but sometimes it's not. Absolutely. You don't know. You don't know what's going to be in here. So far, 
I mean, Frank has some nice things in his collection. Nothing that I am really jealous of. Yeah. But uh, some nice things. Worth, so let's see. A lot of things worth reading. Last box. Now, this thing is but big. It looks a little beat up. And we're opening it up. Looks like it's been picked out by a cat. <laughs> looks like a cat. Yeah. Got it. This okay. Oh, it looks a little bit different here. Right off, we're starting with a uh, Silver Age Charlton. A 12 center. Strange suspense stories. I think it's. You could continue. I'm going to look Charlton. and see who's did the art. Maybe I can tell it right now. Well, the cover is a Ditko. Is it? That's a Ditko cover right there. This is 1968, this Strange Suspense Stories. I think it's worth about 10 bucks. You think? It's yeah. not in terrible shape. It's yellow paint. Not in terrible shape, but it, and it's a Ditko, but it's a Charlton. It's really not going to be worth very it's much. It's not Ditko paint. internally. It's just a cover. No, it is Ditko. It's got a oh, really? Ditko story in the back. It's got three stories. The third one is a... Oh, is, is you're the, up, the on, this. Off you're of up on the Strange Suspense. I looked it up a little earlier. Oh, I see. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a real there we go. Okay, here we go. This is interesting. This is like one of the greatest. Okay. This is as great as So we gets. found something. This is the nicest thing we found in these boxes, unquestionably. This is Fantastic Four number 59, 12 cents. What is this, 1966 probably? Yeah, around then. Black Bolt on the cover, Kirby Sinnott cover. Yeah, that's good. This is as famous issues as they get. This whole run. With the Inhumans. Oh my God, it's so happening. It's in pretty decent shape. It is, it's in good shape. There's uh, Black Bolts. Oh, this is good. Maximus causing yep. trouble. Doom appearing at the end. Great. I mean, gadgets, Reed's got some gadgets. I would, I would love to have this issue. That's a nice one. This is a good one. Okay, that's... Come on, that's Frank, really that's the best one we've found so far. That's kind of it. That's it. That's the More whole thing. More of the same. Okay. Three boxes of goodness. And uh, I appreciate uh, Frank Lentness. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Thank you, Frank McCary. When Adam first listened back to these recordings, he texted me, and I'm going to read you his text. He said, This is the nerdiest shit we've ever done. He typed this. He said, whatever few bits of cool we had have been destroyed. Let's keep listening now to part two, Grown-Ass Men on the Road. Okay, Grown-Ass fans, welcome to Waterville, Maine. On the spot, we found a comic book shop. It looks like the real deal. We're going to check it out and possibly, if we can, spend a lot of money (laughs) and speak to the owner. Wow, okay. Great. Mm, some comics will be purchased today. Are we on? Right behind the counter, we got some Fantastic Fours. books here. Yeah. Strange Tales, Thor, Avengers. I mean, all, you know, mid-60s. Oh, what's that X-Men? The Return of the Blob. That Number looks seven. good. Do you guys have any questions? How are you doing? Good, yourself? Good. What's your name? Daniel Taylor. Daniel Taylor? Yep, Doug Bost. How you doing? Nice to meet you. You got a nice, really nice collection. Is this your personal collection? No, I've been doing this since I was about 10. Really? Yeah. From D.C. originally. When I turned 18, I started doing shows. Oh, yeah? 
and started buying out because we had tons of comic book stores down there and I just when they'd go out of business I just bought everything oh you lived in Washington DC mm -hmm. I grew up in Orono and we just didn't have many comic book stores when I was a kid yeah we were lucky down there so do you, you sell at cons up here no I don't really do cons up here there's not really anything up here are there any yeah we're not from really. Brooklyn now not really I did because I had a store in Maryland but I would travel from North Carolina up to uh, Pennsylvania and do shows. And there, there was enough shows in those areas that I had a show every single week, weekend. Huh. Wow. What is this Scream Along with Marvel thing? That, you had to be part of the... Um, Mighty Marvel Marching Society? Exactly, and you got that <laughs> with it. Do you know what it is? It's a record. But I mean, like, what's... What's on it? Is it music, or is Can it I like... Can I pull it down and take a look? Oh, sure, of course. Oh, is it one of the pla the like the ones that were on the boxes of cereal? Oh, it's, it's a, a flexible. Yeah, it's one of those flexi flexible. Uh, you belong to records. the Mary Marvel Marching Society. This is great. Oh wow, I've never seen this. This is this store is a lot better than I expected it to be. Ooh, beware the cat number one. Um, so you had, I mean, I really love your store here, but you had at one point every Marvel. From Fantastic Four one on. Yep, except for maybe reprints. I didn't really go after Marvel superheroes, um, Marvel Tales, uh, all of those reprints that they did. Yeah. Uh -huh. I didn't really go after those. But every single series. That's um, amazing. Even, even Sergeant Fury one through what 167 or whatever it was. And what about <laughs> what about like so there's Amazing Fantasy 15. Did you yep. have like Amazing Fantasy 14? No, I didn't go back for um, the pre. Uh -huh. I had some issues, like I would go after a few prototypes, uh -huh. um, but that was about it. I didn't really go after, um, because that was too much. I mean, even the prices of those back then and trying to find them in any type of good condition, you wouldn't be able to find them as, as easy. What's, what's the thing you have now that you are proudest of besides this gorgeous Scream along with Marvel 45 <laughs> that I'm buying. <laughs> um, in my personal collection, I have uh, a couple first appearances of Uncle Scrooge. Uh, I have, I, there's one on the wall, but I still have three or four high grade ones of Uncle Scrooge number one at the house. Uh -huh. um, I have a high grade Our Gang number one, which was the first Tom and Jerry. How, how old is that? 1941. Okay. And then I have, uh, at one time, it was the highest CGC graded. I don't know if it still is. Um, Our gang number eight, which Carl Barks does, uh, Barney the Bear. But it's once again, it's just because of the Tom and Jerry is the reason I got it. Okay. Tom and Jerry's are like a big thing to me, so. I'm excited. I, I, I'm getting some stuff that I've wanted for a while. I've been looking for this. This looks like it's in good condition too, it this is. Marvel it's, Team Up 65. It's right on the edge to where I was deciding if I was gonna send it in or not to be graded. Really? Yep. I'm gonna get Night Nurse number three. I'm gonna get the cat. Number one, why not? I'm gonna get these runaway comics for my daughter, and then I gotta get this Scream Along with Marvel. I gotta take it home and play it and see what it sounds like. I have no idea what's gonna be on it. You belong, you belong, you belong, you belong to the Mary Marvel Marching Society. March along, march along, march along to the song of the Mary Marvel. Right. It's a pleasure to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for Thank all you the for in. thanks for all the books. That store was so much better than I expected it oh to be. Oh my God, I, you go to these stores and there's like nothing in it. This is in a strip mall in Waterville, Maine, and his shop is great. 
And the supermarket next door is top notch as top well. Top notch. The, the, what is the, going on in this the town? The cottage cheese in this supermarket is fantastic. It's the freshest. That really was a good shop. Comics, Cards, and Collectibles is the name of it up there in Waterville, Maine. Now, in part three, we continue to embarrass our families, but at least we have the company of the very gregarious Greg Baranski. Well, the grown-ass men are on a grown-ass road trip in a Subaru right now, heading north of New York City uh, to the home of Gregory Baranski. Fan of the show? Yes, friend of the show and um, owner of a mysterious <laughs> box of comics. Yeah, so not that many people just get in the car and drive an hour and a half so not even to get the comics. No, we're, we're gonna not going to get them. We're just going to look at them. Well, we're here at the kind of like a little hideaway home of Greg Baranski. It looks like it used to belong to like James Madison or something. Yes, it does look like. Perhaps it did. Like perhaps it looks like an original like English settler home. It's very. It's got a lot of stone and a lot of old wood, and uh, a lot of barrels that have been cut in half out in front of it. It's just gorgeous. All right, so we're setting up outdoors here to look at a box of Greg's comic books. Oh, here it comes. Here, Here, look. Greg is bringing over his box of comics. Wait, I have to take a picture of you actually bringing over the box. (laughs) Comic, perfect. And this is Very, stuff that you had since you were a kid. Yeah. What made you hold on to these? Um, I'm not sure. I only held on to really, I think, two things from my childhood: the toy soldiers that my father and I used to play with a lot, and these. I have a question about this box. This is a beautiful box of comic books. It's like a banker's box. Yep. Is this a box that you feel that you have to keep? somewhere like away from the family the like is it is it a point of shame is probably the wrong word but is it something that you feel needs to be hidden away and no no, not not something that needs to be hidden away because of any desire to keep it secret or because it's special to me and somehow it'll be less special if if they see it um i think it's just uh sort of survival instinct i mean what Mm. happens to files and papers and stuff and you know I'm, I'm a consultant so I'm used to keeping you know old research and stuff and boxes although we don't print out much anymore that's what this is this is clearly yeah. research material yeah basically basically <laughs> I, I, I've uh, uh, patterned most of my life on on this so well I'm gonna dig in I'm gonna dig in let's see what right. let's see what we got here I'm gonna sort of now this I have to say Right right from the get-go, at the top of the box, we've got a Marvel's Greatest Comics, number 60. I owned this. This was one of my first comics because mm. I collected Marvel Tales and Marvel's Greatest Comics. They were all the reprints of uh-huh. Spidey and, and the FF, and uh, immediately, this is a classic. So wait a minute. You're saying these are reprints? These stories already exist? Yes, they this just, is a from reprint. The, they repackage the these to make title. money off of children? Can you believe yes. it? Yes. Oh, my God. King size annual Fantastic Four. Oh, what? No, oh, 11. Now you're talking. All right, yeah. these are. This was worth the trip just to see this one with the invaders. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, team you know, if nine. you guys want to do a forensic analysis or something, <laughs> you can have the contents of this and I will pick it up from you in 
you know, when we have the gamma variant uh, <laughs> right. popping up. <laughs> gamma you know. But seriously, you know. Monsters um, on the Prowl number 21. Here's a 27. Oh, okay. Okay, here we got Marvel Tales. Let's organize these a little bit for you. Well, thank you. Uh, Marvel, Marvel's Greatest, Marvel Tales. This is a, a classic. So could I have a villa on Capri if this was, you know, they were in better shape or a shack somewhere? I, you well, could, you could, it depends what's in here, but some, you know, a really good copy of this would be good to have in your collection. Of that DD-131, yeah. but I have to say, you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of water damage. No, of course. Well, some of these are water damaged because they were in the uh, screened-in porch. The Ross Andrew, very nice. Every time you say that, I, I feel worse about how damaged they are. Do not tell my son. He'll calculate in his head how much they could be worth and then bill me. These comics—they smell good. They look. Good. Oh my God! <laughs> this is really worth a lot. No, open it, it up. Open it up. What? It's all stapled. It's not the right book. You're kidding me. It's not. It's and just that the is cover? The first, that is the first comic that I remember buying, besides being given the this first This is the first colors. Thanos. That is the first Thanos? Uh, for, yes. First Drax. And Drax, Drax and Thanos. Yeah. But we can't confirm yeah. that in the book. And that I mean, is oh, so weird. I, and, and that's the one I got uh, excited when I saw category. it. And I thought, oh my God, <laughs> this is great. And then I opened it up and I said, what the heck is is going on here? I was like, whoa, dude, but you have that. Because like in good shape, that's worth thousand like dollars. This. this looks good. This um, Agatha FF? Harkness. This is an FF with Agatha Harkness. I think um, we're going to have to get you some bags and boards, my friend. Well, you think that these are just like trashed? They still, people want them. Because they're not, they start to become hard to find. I actually can't imagine parting with them forever. Super Another good. Ernie Chan. Dude, okay, so we got to take care of this one. This is a 12 cent Superman with a Fantastic cover. Superman number 201. 12 cents. Sensational Clark Kent abandons Superman. This is the nicest one I've seen in your whole box. Hmm. Oh. This is a nice Batman. Call up, uh, what's his name? Sean, right Sean, away. Uh, Sean Washington. Sean, we need a, an immediate <laughs> show analysis of this. Uh, yeah. an analysis of this Batman. Can I say, your nicest, oldest comics are all DC. And the ones that I don't remember buying and I wonder who Who's the rightful owner? This is now we're at the bottom of the box and things are starting to fall apart. Mm. Some you got a lot but of maybe covers that. without, this is a nice cover though with the leader. Greg, thank you so much for sharing this box with us. So it was worth the trip. Oh my God. This is the made my day. Very welcome and if I was a mean manipulative person, I would say, well, you know, I think there might be another box. That would be sort of the Geraldo Rivera in me. Right, but <laughs> I won't say that. But we don't know where it is. Yeah, right. It's a, I have a vault, but I don't know where the vault is. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We had a good time. We alphabetized our comics. And now let's never speak of this again. Grown-ass man.